0: Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to God's house. Or podcast. Or not. Hi.
1: Hi. I'm a guy. A bride.
0: And a podcast about a Bible. No? Want will try it again? Sure. Hi. Welcome to the podcast of a guy. Do you want to
1: start over though? Well that was it. Oh, I
0: thought you meant, like, start recording again. No, it's fine. Hi, welcome to the podcast of a guy.
1: A bride.
0: And a Bible. We're here to read the Bible with you, to you, for you, because of you. Really, it's because of us, because we love hanging out with the Lord. Really love hanging out, reading the Word together. See, my my bride is smoking hot, but she never looks hotter than when she has the Word of God on her lap. (laughs) It's true, it's true, it's true. You are fine.
1: Oh, man, I just think about the conversation with Nyla last night. We can say this, right? Because <laughs> it's we? a married couple Sure, why not? Podcast. Okay. For, this uh, is why, something they don't say on the married podcast yeah, that we listened to before. Here's
0: a caveat. If you have small children in the room, um, preview this before you let them listen to it. Otherwise, skip about 30 seconds, just in case.
1: Probably a minute, yeah. Yeah,
0: this is definitely a PG comment. Keep a little <laughs> bit more.
1: This is just a glimpse inside of our life. Um, so, Walker, Walker Hayes. A Walker Hayes fancy like. Remember that you're welcome anytime. Hi, Walker. And uh, you and Lainey. Love
0: you guys. Welcome to come
1: have dinner sometime.
0: We're totally praying for you. You come out to the P&W, we'll hook you up. Yep.
1: Someday we Actually, we'll, we'll be in Tennessee next month. Hey,
0: we're gonna If you want to invite us over. We're, we're in Chattanooga. We'll just drive up.
1: Yeah, we'll come on out. We're gonna visit. All right. So, um, we're listening to Walker. Yes. Um, we listen to Fancy Like and it plays other songs older songs and the song called Pants comes on
0: Pants Pants and
1: it says she can wear the pants she can make you know she can make decisions she can run the show as long as I can take them off her about the pants
0: yeah yeah
1: and it's just you know it it's just playing in the background and Nyla seven year old
0: seven year old Nyla one
1: tooth that's like in the front that's like crooked she looks like so she's from Tennessee oh
0: snap
1: oh boy or like redding make fun of my own place Okay,
0: okay redding california okay hi redding
1: um so she it's hard to take her seriously anytime and especially now so she goes this song makes no sense and i'm like oh crap and she goes it doesn't make any sense he says she can wear pants as long as i can take them off of her I don't get it. And I'm like, and Emily knows the words <laughs> of these now. So she looks at me and she's like, oh, she's cracking up. Mark's got his headphones in. Yeah, I'm doing So I am I'm completely, completely alone. And I go, oh, it's just a funny song. It's just fine, You know, I'm trying to like blow it off. Shine it on. And then she keeps bringing it up because she knows the way that Emily's reacting, the way that I'm looking at Emily, that there's something she doesn't know. And she was like, seriously. Yeah. And I, you know... We talk a lot about our feelings in our house. We communicate way more than I ever did.
0: We try to be really transparent.
1: Yeah. And so. What's sacred? I'm trying to explain it. I should have just stopped. And uh, she was like, Does he like her without her pants on? (laughs) And I'm like, What does that mean? And I'm like, Walker,
0: Walker, this is on you. This is
1: your fault, dude. This is on you. Your fault. And so Mark will tell me all the time, he'll say,
0: what was You it? look. You look good. Mm, so we
1: definitely good. flirt. You know, we kiss a lot. We dance a lot. And when I wear, you know, like a nice outfit, he'll say, Ooh, mama looks good. Mama looks good. Girls, so look I, at your mama. She looks good. I thought I would just make it PG by being like, yeah. So he likes you. He thinks you look good with your pants off? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nyla's so curious. She doesn't understand
1: this. Oh, my gosh. And Emily's dying. And I, I have no idea what to say.
0: I still have headphones on.
1: Right, right. And then she came out and explained it to you. What did she say to you?
0: Same, exact same thing. She goes, word for so word. so the
1: song, he likes her body and likes to take her pants off. And I was like,
0: oh. I'm, I'm, going, I'm looking at my bride like uh, I missed something entirely right here. What's going on?
1: So that's your PG-13 story.
0: Oh, How did it conclude?
1: That was it, wasn't it?
0: No, I mean, how I I pushed it back over to you.
1: I think I just avoided.
0: You just dodged that bullet mm-hmm. full-blown matrix parenting. But
1: now, because there have been times where she'll come in in the morning uh,
0: well, and I'll there's... be like, Oh,
1: I was I was just hot last night. That's why I don't have you know a shirt on. You know, she's gonna put stuff together. She's gonna be mm-hmm. like, Yeah, wait, wait a minute, he took your shirt off too. <laughs> Gosh. You know what's gonna happen,
0: Walker Hayes.
1: Your, Your fault.
0: Your fault. We love you, Walker.
1: And we said, well, he wrote this song because they're married.
0: Yes, this is only for husbands and wives. Right, 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 wives. right,
1: right. Anyway, you're Ooh. welcome. You're welcome. All right, some, so tonight we're gonna read. Can uh, I get some iced tea here. What? <laughs> where
0: <laughs> are we at? Read t- read where are we at tonight?
1: Second Samuel. Second Samuel. Chapter seven.
0: Second Samuel seven.
1: Or eight and, or nine. We'll see how long. Well, goes. no,
0: we'll just do we'll, chapter seven. Okay, full disclosure, guys. We are um, we're a couple days behind. So why? We're...
1: Go ahead and say it. <laughs> no,
0: we had we just had a weekend, right? And okay, and
1: he's being really sweet because I started crying. We started to do this, and I I was exhausted. And yesterday I
0: was, like, was a day. It was
1: a doozy, right? And so I'm like, let's go ahead and record. <laughs>
0: I mean, as soon as we're ready to go, and she I'm not a big crier. Wailing.
1: I'm not a big crier. And I was like, no. I don't know if I can do this tonight. He was like, No, no, you're not gonna do it. Nah. So sorry. tonight he goes, Wait, are we really three days? Oh yeah, you were crying.
0: <laughs> she's awesome. Oh, she's the really love of my All life. Right. But sometimes we I gotta, don't
1: cry a lot, but when I do, it's not pretty.
0: So we're we're okay, gonna so we're gonna break it up a little bit.
1: Second so it's actually so it's Friday extra, extra right long. now. It's Friday. Okay. Shabbat shalom. It's really Sunday. We'll do night.
0: Second Samuel seven.
1: Okay, Second Samuel seven. Um, Psalm 47.
0: Psalm 47.
1: Daniel 7.
0: Danny 7. This is
1: getting confusing, isn't it? A lot of 7s. Uh, oh, it's God's day. The root, root. uh uh-uh. Luke 11, 37 to 12, 12. Okay. okay. Let's do so this. So,
0: follow along. We're going to get this and keep moving along. Uh, let's pray. Okay. Oh, Lord God, we love you. We thank you for joy that comes to us daily. We thank you that even when we uh, have a heartache or have a grief, have stress and strife, we know your joy is coming because it says so. Your word says joy comes in the morning. And Father, sometimes we do have to wait for a night to pass and you do not leave us alone. I thank you, oh God, you give us your word. Because there are times that we're expecting something so outlandish and it's just as simple as opening a page. And reading your promises and understanding how much you love us because your love hasn't stopped. So as we read tonight, Lord God, bless those who might fall upon this podcast and pick up their Bible. Uh, bless them as they pour into your word. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Here we go. All right, go. All right, Walker, um, Laney. you better turn it on. Here we go. Second Samuel 7. It happened that the king settled in his house. Now Yahweh had given rest to him, this is David, from all his enemies all around. Wouldn't you like that to be said of you? <sighs> nice respite. And the king said to Nathan the prophet, this is the first mention of Nathan real quickly, just so you all know. Look, please, I am living in a house of cedar, and the, but the ark of God is staying in the middle of a tent. Nathan said to the king, go and do all that is in your heart, for Yahweh is with you.
1: Okay, just quick commentary because this has lots of chunks. Oh my gosh, go. David's zeal for the Lord is evidenced by his desire to build a temple to house the ark. Amen. I thought that was cool. That's it.
0: That's it? Okay, that's fine with me. Yeah.
1: I'm just going to do it by chunks. This next chunk says God's okay. promise.
0: Hey, you know, I mean, it's, it's significant because David's like, I have this really awesome house and God's in a tent. I'm not having it. All right, uh, verse 6. Verse 4. Oh, verse 4, I'm sorry. But it happened that night, the word of Yahweh came to Nathan and said, Go and tell my servant David, this is what Yahweh says Are you the one to build for me a house for my dwelling? For I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought up the Israelites from Egypt until this day. Rather, I was going about in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all of my going about among all the Israelites, did I speak a word with one of the tribes of Israel? whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, saying, Why did you... My computer just freaked out. Sorry, guys. I will come back to it. Uh, Why did you not build me a cedar house? So then, thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture from following the sheep to be a leader over my people, over Israel. And I have been with you everywhere you went. I have cut off all your enemies from in front of you, and I will make a great name for you as the name of the great ones who are on the earth. I will make a place for my, own, for my people Israel, and I will plant them so that they can dwell in their own place. They will not tremble any longer, and the children of wickedness will not afflict them again as in the former days. In the manner that I appointed judges over my people Israel, I will give you rest from all your enemies, and Yahweh declares to you that Yahweh will build a house for you. And when your days are full, and when you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you, who will go out from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name, and I will establish a throne for his kingdom forever. I will be a father to him, and he will be a son for me, whom I will punish when he does wrong, with the rod of men, and with blows of human beings. But my loyal love shall not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. Do you want me to pause there or keep going? One more verse. According to all these words and according to all this vision, this Nathan spoke to David.
1: Okay, so I got verse 11. Okay. David was denied his request to build a house for the Lord, but God promised instead that he would build a house for David, i.e. a royal dynasty. I'm going to sneeze. Woo! <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: Go ahead. God bless you. Okay.
1: 7, 12 through 16. This great covenant that God graciously made with David included the following provisions. Number one, David would have a son who would succeed him and establish his kingdom, verse 12. That son, Solomon rather than David would build the temple. Number three, the throne of Solomon's kingdom would be established forever. Number four, though David's sins justified chastening God's loving kindness or loyal love would be forever. Number five, David's house, kingdom, and throne would be established forever. The covenant did not guarantee uninterrupted rule by David's family. And in fact, the Babylonian empire, sorry, exile interrupted it, but it did Promise that the right to rule would always remain with David's dynasty. Jesus Christ is the ultimate fulfillment of these promises, mm-hmm. and although at this present time He is not ruling from the throne of David, at His second coming He will assume this throne.
0: So, so this is a huge prophetic.
1: And I don't think chunk. David probably had any idea that that absolutely what not. Was happen. Okay.
0: And matter of fact, you know, all of Israel didn't even have that idea until.
1: And then, just as. For the rest of it, for 18 to 29, it says David's prayer, which is what we're going to see soon, exemplifies the proper response of a believer to God's revealed will. Rather than mourn the loss of the privilege of building the temple, David rejoices in the promise of future blessing and acknowledges God's sovereignty.
0: That's awesome. Here we go. Then King David went and sat before Yahweh, and he said, Who am I, my Lord Yahweh? And what is my house that you have brought me up to this place? Still, this was insignificant in your eyes, my Lord Yahweh, and also you have spoken about the house of your servant from afar, and this may be the teaching of humans, my Lord Yahweh. What more can David say to you, you know your servant, my Lord, because of your word and according to your heart, you have done all these, all of this great thing in order to let your servant know, therefore you are great, Yahweh, for there is none like you. And there is no God except you in all that we have heard with our ears. Who is like your people, like Israel? Israel is the one nation on earth whose God led them in order to redeem a people for himself and to make a name for himself and to do for you the great and awesome things for your land in the presence of your people whom he redeemed for himself from Egypt, from the nations and from their gods. You have established your people Israel for yourself as a people forever. And you, O Yahweh... Have become their God. So then, Yahweh, the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, confirm it forever and do just as you have promised. Your name shall be great forever, and they will say, Yahweh of hosts is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David shall be established before you. For you, O Yahweh of hosts, are God of Israel. You have revealed to the ear of your servant, I will build a house for you. Therefore, your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. Now, my Lord Yahweh, you alone are God, and your words are true. You have promised this good to your servant. So then, be content and bless the house of your servant to be forever in your presence. For you, my Lord Yahweh, have spoken, and because of your blessing, may the house of your servant be blessed forever. Oh, yeah. He
1: just does it over and over, you know? Oh, yeah. Where he doesn't fight God's will.
0: It's, it's the humility factor.
1: It's huge. I, I really didn't know David that well until this. Yeah. I Taking the time to read it and talk about
0: it. His character, I mean, when you are a kid growing up in church and you get as far as David and Goliath, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and pretty much the only other story you get is David and Bathsheba. Yeah, You totally. don't get a really good sense of David at all. Mm-hmm. And you see that for fifteen years, you know, he ran from Saul, and knowing he's anointed, he never snatched that throne. And penalty, you know, he took the lives of people who would take it for him. And his heart was so not for Saul; it was for Yahweh, mm-hmm. just to whatever be, that meant. Yeah, and just that humility. He knew that he he's a lowly kid in a sheep field. You mm-hmm.
1: know,
0: there's no way that he. But even
1: now, he's a, now that he's king. He's yeah, still.
0: He still humbles himself.
1: Oh, man.
0: Go, David. Where are we going in Psalms? Psalm 47. Psalm 47.
1: I don't know the rest of the song, but it's a song. It's a cheesy one.
0: Again? Another cheesy one?
1: I know a lot. Do you know this one?
0: Um, I I probably do, but I want to hear you go.
1: Oh, clap your hands, all you mighty people. Sing to the Lord with a song of praise. That's all I know. It's so bad.
0: I was going to just give you that. No? no? If you know it, please email Andrea at Andrea and Mark at Okay, shenner.com.
1: so this psalm of God's kingship celebrates the reign of the Lord over all the earth. Clap, as clap. As do Psalms 96 to 98, it looks forward to God's rule through Christ during the millennium. And clap your hands is an indication of rejoicing. Clap Does, your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with the voice of joy. Us. What?
0: David's charismatic. Continue.
1: Oh, snap. For the Lord Most High is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the glory of Jacob, whom he loves. This totally fits with what we just read. Totally fits, yes. God has ascended with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a skillful psalm. God reigns over the nations. God sits on His holy throne. The princes of the people have assembled themselves as a pe- the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God; He is highly exalted.
0: He is exalted. The so, king is exalted, and so our inheritance will, sorry.
1: is the promised land of Canaan. Has ascended verse five, i.e., to His earthly throne, and then forty-seven. E. Seven.
0: Did you say i.e.? That's
1: what He always says. Riary. Um, 47.7, ultimately Jesus Christ will be the one who rules over all the earth. And verse 9, the shields of the earth belong to God, i.e., I e. the symbols of authority are his too.
0: I had another song. Sing praise. Yeah, I heard that too. Sing, sing praise. praise. That was bad. I know. We better stop right there. Sing Sorry. Praise. Sorry, everybody. Chris okay. Tomlin, whoever wrote the song. Chris, Charlotte you're Hall. not
1: welcome on the show. Sorry.
0: Oh, no, Chris. Oh, I can't. Chris. I
1: can't. Chris,
0: you're welcome on the show. You just can't sing. We're going to just say that right now. We love you. Thank you for all you've done for the church. But, bro, you have the, oh, you have the voice of a songwriter. So does Barry Manilow. So what oh. are you going to do? Love you, Chris. Love you. But it
1: says sing what? with a voice of joy. So it says make go. a joyful noise. Yep. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right, Daniel. Ezekiel? Daniel, oh, Daniel. We're, we're done with Ezekiel. Man, are we really? No, you're right. Ezekiel, we finished Daniel. I, I Ezekiel we finished seven. Daniel. What are you messing with me for? I'm sorry, guys. Oh, the people in the beginning are like, you said Daniel.
0: Ezekiel.
1: Hey, April. What's up, girl? Um,
0: all emails for where we're at go to, Andrea, Andrea and Gay, gmail.com.
1: Oh, this is gonna be a heavy one.
0: Ezekiel seven.
1: Character of coming judgment. Severe.
0: Punishment for abominations throughout the land.
1: Well, here's my nice light reading for us.
0: Nice Alright, go for right? it, in. all right. Uh caution. Should I warn any cautions here? False prophets, anything like that, or just go for it? Just go. Okay. Buckle up, buttercup. <sighs> Chapter seven. And the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, And you, son of man,
1: or mortal. my favorite
0: mortal. And you, mortal. Thus says the Lord Yahweh to the land of Israel. The end comes, the end on the four corners of the land. Now the end is on you, and I will send my anger on you, and I will judge you according to your ways. And I will bring on you all your detestable things. Oh, and my eye will not take pity on you, and I will not show compassion for your ways. On you I will bring your detestable things. They will be in the midst of you, and you will know that I am Yahweh. Right now, I'm actually trembling. That is, oh God, forgive me, I don't want that ever to be me. Mm -hmm. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, look, disaster after disaster is coming.
1: Mine says, a disaster, unique disaster, behold, it is coming.
0: The end comes, comes the end. What do you got?
1: The end is coming. The end has come. Okay. It has awakened against you. Behold, it has come.
0: I got the same. It has awakened against you. Look, it comes. This reminds me right now, just parenthetically, um, when a volcano explodes. Mm -hmm. Boom. It's coming and it's here. Doom is coming against you, the dweller of the land. The time comes. The day is near. Panic and not joy is on the mountains. Soon I will pour out my rage on you, and I will fully vent my anger on you, and I will judge you according to your ways, and I will bring on you all of your detestable things. And my eye will not take pity, and I will not show compassion. According to your ways, I will deal with you, and your detestable things will be in the midst of you, and you will know that I am Yahweh who strikes. Look, the day is coming, doom goes out, the staff blossoms, pride sprouts violence has grown to become a staff of wickedness none from them will remain and none from their abundance nor their wealth and prominence will not be among them the time has come the day has arrived let not the buyer rejoice let not the seller and let the seller not mourn for anger is on all their multitude for the seller will not return to the merchandise while they are still alive for the vision is about all of its multitude. It will not change, and a man, because of his guilt, will not be able to hold on to his life. They shall blow on the trumpet and prepare everything, but there is no one going to the battle, for my anger is on all of them, all of their multitude. The sword is outside, and the plague and famine are inside. The one who is in the field will die by the sword, and the one who is in the city, Famine and plague will devour him, and if their if their survivors will escape, they will be on the mountains like the doves of the valley. All of them groaning, each because of his guilt. All of the lands will hang limp. All of the hands will hang limp, and all of the knees will be wet with urine. Oh, they're gonna pee themselves. And they will wear sackcloth, and horror will cover them, and on all of the faces will be shame and baldness on all their heads. Their silver they will discard on the streets and filth will be their gold. Their silver and their gold will not be able to rescue them on the day of the wrath of Yahweh. They will not satisfy their hunger and their stomachs will not fill for their guilt will be their stumbling block. I've got to pause. Whew. That is a lot of pain.
1: Yeah, I we can pause. So one thing I thought...
0: I'm going to go to my commentary.
1: Verse 7. It's just my own commentary. That's
0: okay. That's Um,
1: okay. uh, No. Yeah, verse 7. So, um, tumult rather than joyful shouting. This reminds me of, like, Jeremiah. When it was like, Mm. peace, peace. And it's like, no, no. This is not the time for peace. This is going to be hard. Doesn't that kind of remind you of that? Yeah. Yeah. And then 10. The rod is a reference to Babylon, who God would use to punish Judah. And then... 12 and 13, the meaning is this, because the exile is imminent, a purchaser of property need not rejoice over getting a bargain, nor the seller be sad at having to sell.
0: Yeah.
1: And then 16, just as doves whose homes are in the valley can escape by flying to the mountains, so some of the people would escape all the while mourning over their sins.
0: Mm.
1: And sackcloth and baldness are signs of mourning in the face of disaster mm-hmm. or death. So people would shave.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: And then 19, gold would be more plentiful than food.
0: Um, you can't cross
1: reference Isaiah 13, in which God said it'd be easier to find gold than people.
0: Yeah, that's so huge.
1: So, even so, money is that about famine or is that more like a metaphor?
0: No, because they're going to get um, completely um, seized by Babylon. I mean, they're going to build a wall, right? You know, and there's going to be cannibalism. So, and-
1: even though. Even if they had money, they still there's just no, there's just no food that could be bought no matter what. That's yeah.
0: what that means, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me just quickly uh, remind: um, the judgment Ezekiel prophesied culminates in a rhythmic, almost poetic declaration, and the promised end is near. The prophets describe this judgment as the Day of Yahweh because the focus is on Yahweh's climactic intervention in Israel's daily life. He comes to punish iniquity after he patiently waited for repentance. Mm. The Day of Yahweh and related phrases such as that day occur two hundred times in prophetic literature. I, I just, I'm blown away right now. Just re- reading this and knowing that this has happened for Israel, before you know when 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 Babylon comes, Nebuchadnezzar comes, and all this breaks loose. It happens again, though. In Revelation, mm-hmm. Daniel's prophesied about it after Ezekiel writes this, and Daniel's going to write his. But we're going to see a very similar thing happen again. This is almost a shadow, you know, because as people rejected, as Israel rejected Yahweh and his loving rule over them, so people today have rejected Christ and his loving rule mm-hmm. as bridegroom. This is such a lesson to learn in history that we are not learning it today. Okay, scooting over to finish the chapter. That was just a quick, I had to take a breath there, guys. Verse 20, chapter 7. And the beauty of its ornament he made into a prideful thing uh, and made with it their detestable things and their vile idols. This is Israel we're talking about.
1: Actually, this says the temple.
0: The temple, where As it mine
1: says for verse twenty, his ornaments, the temple, which had, the people have perverted by worshiping idols. So is that your commentary? Yeah, transform okay. the beauty of his ornaments. So like in the temple.
0: Okay, my judgment does my my title says judgment for the pro, profanation of the temple and sanctuary. Yeah. Thanks for making that clear, but still we're talking about the temple of God right. in is in Jerusalem.
1: Right, but yeah. I mean it's supposed to be the holy place yeah. where he's worshipped, and instead.
0: Exactly. They made and made it. With their detestable things and their violence, idols and know. images,
1: yeah.
0: So this is even a mirror when Christ comes and flips tables. Mm-hmm, you know? Exactly. And I will give it into the hand of strangers as plunder. And we'll see that. Well, we actually already read it. When Nebuchadnezzar comes through and takes all the stuff out of the temple. Yeah. And I will give it to the hand of strangers as plunder and to the wicked people of the earth as spoil, and they will defile it. Oh, and I will turn my face from them, and they will defile my tra- treasured place. And violent ones will enter and defile it. Make a chain for the land. It is full of bloody crimes. And the city is full of violence. And I will bring the worst of the nations. And they will take possession of their houses. And I will put to an end the pride of the mighty ones. And their sanctuaries will be defiled. Anguish comes and they will seek peace. And there will be none. (sighs) Calamity upon calamity will come. And rumor will be upon rumor. And they will seek a vision from a prophet, but instruction will perish from the priest and counsel from the elders. The king will mourn and the prince will be dressed with despair and the hands of the people of the land will tremble. According to their way, I will do to them and according to their judgments, I will judge them and they will know that I am Yahweh. Mercy God. Oh, my heart grieves reading that. I mean, we read Jeremiah, and and we know this is just a parallel. This is right there, mm-hmm. and Jeremiah living through it, it was there was that narrative as well as the prophecy, and this is just straight prophecy. And you can feel the anger of God in these words. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I feel like just I honestly I just feel grief for us now in the world. It feels like we this is today. Okay. All right, team, here we go. Where are we headed to, babe? Luke 11, 37 to 12, 12.
1: Um, so this is rejection by the Pharisees and the lawyers. Oh, boy. Now, when he had spoken, a Pharisee asked him to have lunch with him, and he went in and reclined at the table. When the Pharisee saw it, he was surprised that he had not first ceremonially washed before the meal. But the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup, And of the platter, but inside of you, you're full of robbery and wickedness. You foolish ones, did not he who made the outside make the inside too? But give that which is within as charity, and then all things are clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you pay tithe of mint and rue and every kind of garden herb, and yet disregard justice and the love of God. Mm. But these are the things you should have done without negating the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the chief seats in the synagogues and the respectable greetings in the marketplace." Woe to you, for you are like concealed tombs, and the people who walk over them are unaware of it. One of the lawyers said to him and replied, Teacher, when you say this, you insult us too. But he said, woe to you lawyers as well. Mm-hmm. For you weigh men down with burdens hard to bear, w- while you yourselves will not even touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Oh, man. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and it was your fathers who killed them. So you are witnesses and a and you are witnesses and approve the deeds of your fathers, because it was they who killed them, and you build their tombs. For this reason also the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill, and some they will persecute, so that the blood of all the prophets, shed since the foundation of the world, may be charged against this generation. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the house of God, yes, I tell you, it will be charged against this generation." Woe oh. to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter, and you hindered those who were entering. When he left there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to be very hostile and to question him closely on mm, many subjects, plotting against him to catch him in something he might say. Yeah, a little bit. Want to take a breather there?
0: I, this, this falls perfectly in line with Ezekiel mm-hmm. and Jeremiah, everything we're talking about. Yeah. Now, just, ah, oh, I've said it before, but to be so far back in, at this reading... With David and God saying, I will build my own house. Your son's going to do it. That's the prequel. You know, and then we've got generations going and they're defiling the temple that God built with Solomon. They're defiling it with Jeremiah and Ezekiel and Daniel. And then boom, they get killed for delivering the word of God. And here now Jesus is here Telling these guys, their blood is on like, you. You are missing so much. Oh right? my yeah. gosh, this is lighting me up tonight, like never yeah. before in my yeah. life.
1: I feel kind of bad because I'm not quite as lit up. But I'm I sorry, really I just am. And can it's I? It's
0: fine. I can I do something a little controversial? I don't know. Come on, I want to go up here a second. I Go up here a second. I'm gonna go up here a second. Where to go? Seven forty-eight. Ah, uh, just killed them. Where does he start going off on the? Ah. Uh, so, verse 45, yeah, verse 45. He already blasts the Pharisees. And now he's going after the Sadducees, the law, the lawyers. I like how yours said lawyers. And then one of the legal experts answered and said to him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us too. And he said, Woe to you, lawyer, lawgiver, legal expert, senator. Because you load people with burdens hard to bear and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. And you know I've been talking a little bit about this where we see I do not care what side of the aisle you're on. A set of rules for those in America from the House of Representatives and the Congress, they get to do certain things, we have to do certain things different that they say we have to do. This is a condition of the heart of man that goes back thousands of years. This is not unique to where we live today in 2021, nor to the House or to the Senate of America today. This goes to Parliament in in England. It goes to every single representative government in the world that when you start building laws that you are not affected by, but you burden your people with, you are accursed by God. You are not representing the people, and he will have his justice.
1: I'm done. So I only have two notes. <laughs> <laughs> so She's 11... So
0: chill, man. She's so chill. Well, I'm just like I'm looking I'm at. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. so lit up. I'm I, sorry. And I'm, I'm sorry, sorry
1: so that I'm like looking at the clock, but I just know. I know, and that, I'm sorry. I'm lit yeah. up,
0: guys. I really am.
1: So eleven thirty-seven. reclined at the table. <clears> Christ often used dinner invitations as opportunities to reach people. Amen. I still like that it's food. because guess what? Come on. No, not even just that. Yeah. He, still cared, yeah. Like he still, I think that we're missing part of this. Is he actually still loved these people, too? Always. So he said, "Woe to you, woe to you," but he didn't say that, and it wasn't. He's not saying the same thing as what we just read in Ezekiel.
0: Correct. That was. He's fire. not
1: saying the end is right now. He's they still have a chance.
0: The repentance is. Yeah,
1: there. I think that's important to see that because he went to this guy's house. He didn't go there just to blast him and say you're going to hell. He came in there and he was like, "Hey, you're screwing up."
0: He peeled off the bandage right there.
1: But he still came and he still like. Yeah. Took the invitation. Hundred percent. I think that's huge. Yeah. And then eleven (coughs) forty three. Sorry. Um, the chief seats. You take the chief seats in synagogues, and it says usually reserved for the most important members. Oh yeah,
0: sorry, yeah, please, sir. Uh, forty four.
1: Concealed tombs, it says, um, usually tombs were whitewashed to make them very visible because to step on a grave even unknowingly defiled a man. Jesus says that the Pharisees caused men to break the law and defile themselves. So, like, you know, teachers have greater responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, if you you know a lot, you have more responsibility. And so he was saying you are guilty for even the sins that people are committing because you didn't warn them and you didn't teach it correctly. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And then 12, 1 through 12?
0: Yes, go. Okay.
1: Under these circumstances, after so many thousands of people had gathered together that they were stepping on one another, he began saying to his disciples, first of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, but there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Accordingly, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in the inner rooms will be proclaimed upon the housetops. I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear the one who, after he has killed, has the authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two cents, yet what one- Yet not one of them is forgotten before God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, you are more valuable than many sparrows. And I say to you, every one who confesses me before men, the Son of Man, will confess him also before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it it will be forgiven him. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him. When they bring you before the synagogues and the rulers and the authorities, do not worry about how or what you are to speak in your defense or what you are to say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. Mm -hmm. So verse 5, fear him, God, who alone has the power to cast into hell. Verse 6, five sparrows. Sparrows are so cheap that, though they sold two for two pennies, a fifth one was thrown in for the price of four. Yet the infinite God is concerned for each one. And then 1210, Blast to with the Holy Spirit. See note in Matthew 12, which I remember you right read about that. And then who... That's it. And... The only comment I, I
0: have? Here. Your favorite uh, little duo. Got the name there, I think. Penny and Sparrow.
1: Penny and Sparrow. I didn't even think Did you about pick, that.
0: I up? picked up on that.
1: So what does that mean? Worthless? Um, Penny and Sparrow?
0: No, I'm just saying humble, maybe. I don't know. They're your boys. You want to say hi to them? Uh,
1: yeah. Penny and I mean, and even though they
0: didn't have you come up on stage I insane. know.
1: You were grumpy in San Francisco... And I came and saw you, and I said I would sing a duet, and you didn't reply. And then you were—you yelled at people at the show. <gasps> it was—I was so excited to see the show, and it was just not a happy night for them. It was a so so. But you have amazing voices.
0: And we will be praying for you, Penny and Sparrow. Yes. Hey, thanks everybody. We're wrapping it up. Um, we've got a little bit of uh, business to do in the house, and but hey, keep keep up with your word. Keep Stay up tuned. with your reading. We love you. Catch you on the flip side. I'm Mark. I'm the guy. Yep. Miss Andrea, she's a bride. Bride. And uh, we just got done reading the Bible. Hit us up at Andrea and Mark A at gmail.com. Andrea, the letter N, Mark, the letter A, at gmail.com. Go to our Instagram. Look for us there. Love you guys. Lord bless you.